Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or visit their website at greyhoundpp.com.au. We hope that you enjoy this episode and thanks to everyone for your support in promoting our wonderful industry. question was you know obviously it's coming up towards the the fifth year anniversary of the proposed ban that went ahead what was your initial reaction when you heard that this was being proposed well i went and read the McHugh report and i remember saying to alan jones at the time you'll never read a worse government report in your life it wasn't based on fact it wasn't analytical it wasn't logical and it seemed a massive reaction uh, the wrong way to close down an industry and rob working people of their chance to race their dogs and live the dream of having a zoom top having a you know little champion there to give them a bit of hope in life so um, i couldn't believe that the bad government was going down that path and I, I suppose my other reaction and i was one of the first to say something in the media was that this, this would mean the extinction of the greyhound because you know these are racing dogs hunting dogs yep and without the racing purpose, uh, this idea that you know people have them in tiny apartments and all that, the the, the, the breed would um, would end. It'd be the greyhound would be bred out. So it was going to be the extinction of the greyhound unless they had that core purpose of racing, which is what they've been bred to do. Yep, I know. I know for myself, you know, I was told at work, and it sort of yeah, it was just totally unexpected, out of the blue, and. You know, first my first thought, and you know, probably yourself and a lot of others too. I was like, okay, well, what can I do to to help get the the real facts out there and hopefully get this overturned? Is that sort of what you were thinking? Yeah, I had a lot of feedback from people who didn't necessarily have first hand experience with greyhound racing, and they said to me, "Is government allowed to do that?" A lot of people, uh, you know, not everyone's into greyhound, not everyone's into uh, racing and, and and having a punt, but um, a lot of people had the reaction the instinctive reaction if government can do that to greyhounds what else are they going to close down who else are they going to throw on the scrap heap? who else are they going to smash their dreams and and and, and destroy their, their their hopes in life so you know i took great hope and, and encouragement um, from that public reaction that people knew instinctively this was wrong and um uh, you know i did a lot of media stuff with alan jones also ray hadley who were tremendous in uh, leading the fight and then the orange by-election result was instrumental in making sure it was overturned so uh, it was one of the worst government decisions people in macquarie street still talk about it as a ridiculous decision thankfully it was overturned but five years later uh, we're still living with some of the consequences you can't sort of go back to the way it was and we lost some industry participants, we lost some investment, we lost some confidence in the industry, uh, closing it down, the Mike Baird legacy was a dreadful thing. Yep. So, like you said, you know, yourself, Ray Hadley, Alan Jones, etc., were all, you know, instrumental in, you know, getting the real facts out there because that was one of the, you know, I found personally one of the hardest battles was, you know, people were just immediately believing what they read in that report and that was it. It was really hard to try and change their mind. How did you, um, did you find that people were starting to, um, you know, push towards greyhound racing in a positive manner once we started to get the proper messaging out there? Yeah, absolutely. I think people started to understand that whether you're a, a, a sort of part-time hobbyist with a few dogs in your backyard and you train and, and, and walk them of an afternoon and, and people see those 
in the towns and the neighbourhoods or you're a bigger operator, 99% um, of the people owning and training greyhounds love their dogs, uh, love their dogs as much as we love um, the pets in, in our homes. So, um, you know, I, I think there was a public understanding that every walk of life, you know, you'll always find a, a few bad apples in the barrel. Yep. And if you can get rid of those, then there was no reason why greyhound racing couldn't succeed and, 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 and prosper into the future. I mean, it's had a long history. Uh, people would have um, grandparents, great-grandparents who either raced dogs or went to the track, um, particularly in country towns. I, I think the reaction that Luke Foley, the then opposition leader, and also Robert Borzak from the Shooters Party when they were out in the bush, yep. you know, the greyhound racing in country towns had been a, a staple of country life, not just for the racing but the social side of it. Um, giving people good things to do. So, you know, all of that, I think, added up to compelling reasons why the ban had to be reversed, and thankfully uh, the government uh, reversed its atrocious decision. And sort of, you know, like you said, it has been five years since the ban was overturned. What, po you know, positive changes have you seen, you know, whether it's from regulators or, you know, just even participants that when we are moving in the right direction? Because, you know, for me, that's sort of the message that I'm trying to get out there is, we are doing good things and we are moving in the right direction? Yeah, I think there's a stronger public understanding that, that uh, greyhound racing is a good thing, um, that 99% of people love and look after their dogs. I think there's been sort of an element of apology from the National Party in State Parliament. Uh, just look at the recent Upper Hunter by-election where John Barillaro announced to upgrade money for Muzzlebrook and it becomes a, a TAB meeting. Yeah. Um, you know, five years later, they were still mindful of what they had done to greyhounds and it was an apology and, and restitution, if you like, to, to say that Muzzlebrook was going to be upgraded. Well, we need more of that. And um, I, I think around the National Party, part of the New South Wales government, there is an acknowledgement we've got to get more uh, uh, money into the uh, facilities and to tr track upgrade. Um, do something about the distribution of the, the, the betting revenue, which is a vexed long-standing question that's up for review later in the year. So I think whether you're talking about the general public or the politicians, uh, people are much more supportive now. Um, Greyhounds can have a great future if we get the regulator right. You've been listening to the Greyhound Girl Podcasts with Dimity Ma, proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or their website, greyhoundpp.com.au.